What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. Welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. You can follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. And don't forget to check out and also subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located on YouTube.com slash Football Game Plan. That's where you get all of our scouting videos and things of the nature up on our YouTube channel. And today we're, again, keeping with the, the trend of player interviews for the 2018 NFL Draft. Happy to be joined today by Patrick Smith of Tennessee State. Pat, I appreciate you taking time. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. Here's the thing, dude. I've watched your game for about three and a half years now, right? Uh, we cover a lot of FCS football, and you know, I always notice how Tennessee State plays. I think you guys play a pro-style game, and you're the Wally vet on that offense, you, and you've been extremely consistent uh, throughout the course of your career, how have you been able to find and also maintain that level of consistency, knowing that you're the number one option teams come in and try to take you away? Um, it's just, uh, first of all, I'd say um, my confidence. You know, I have extreme confidence in myself, you know, no matter uh, what it is, whatever, um, you know, you put me up against, you know, I feel like I'm the best at what, what I'm doing. You know, I prepare, I prepare for everything. So, um, and then also me playing quarterback, you know, in high school, I played quarterback really all my life and just knowing exactly like what my quarterbacks expect or, you know, kind of sort of what they're thinking, what they expect some of the receivers to be. And, you know, just com- I like to compete. You know, I don't never like to feel like, you know, this guy is better than me or, you know, I always go out there and compete and uh, give my best effort for my team. And I love to win. So all that just plays a big role. It was funny because I was about to ask you about that, about playing quarterback in high school. And that's a unique situation because, uh, and, you know, the positions kind of mirror each other. Quarterback, free safety, receiver, corner. But going from quarterback to receiver allows you to then uh, read the game from your position but as a quarterback. So when you're watching film based as a receiver, how has your quarterback uh, background helped you as far as breaking down a defense? Um, basically – being a quarterback, um, having to know the coverages and studying, like, DB's technique on certain coverages, you know, like how some DB's like to turn their butt to the sideway in certain coverages or when they're playing man, you know, head up, 
um, you know, having the, the eyes in the backfield, safety leverage, you know, all that, getting all that from playing quarterback and going out there at receiver, you know, actually running up against it instead of, you know, just standing in the pocket, you know, and trying to hope that my receiver is being there for me to do that, you know, knowing exactly what the quarterback expects. And then I see it as well. It uh, helped my game evolve very quickly going into the receiver position when I first transferred from um, from quarterback to receiver. So, like, I was young and I had a lot to learn, like, technique-wise, but, like, studying, like, safeties and um, coverages, like, that helped me out a lot with my receiver. What's interesting is because you go from being a young guy on the scene to, again, you're now the Wiley vet, right? And so now you're surrounded by a bunch of young receivers. And so you have to, in a way, sort of take on that that big brother type of approach with the rest of your core. How have you been able to help these young guys get out get out there on the field, number one, but also get up to speed? Because, again, you've been consistent, but Tennessee State has also been consistent on offense since you've been there. Uh, my, my thing about it is that, you know, I try to lead by example and uh, put uh, some good knowledge into the young guys here because – you know, when I was that young guy, I had some adversity. I had to go through some um, – I made some um, bad decisions, and it kept me out the field for a couple of years. So, you know, I don't want those guys, you know, following those footsteps. I want them to um, st- uh, lead, lead by example as well or, you know, speak up more. You know, do the things that I didn't do when I first uh, came to TSU. Don't be shy. You know, I don't care if you're a freshman or whatever. If you if you got something to say, like and being like a leader with it, you know, I encourage those guys uh, to do that. I always tell them, you know, I got this from my uh, receiving coach, Coach Chestnut. You know, to always respect the game, you know, and um, and make sure you know what you're doing on the field. Don't just go out there and be lost and asking questions all the time. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with asking questions, but when you're prepared for everything. You know, you have your mindset right. You know, good things are happening to you. And I'm glad you brought that up because when I watch you play, one thing that's impressive about your game, I think you can play all three positions out there, you know, and that shows prep. That also shows leadership because, you, like you said, you have to lead by examples. What goes into playing all three, but where do you see yourself best suited to play at the next level? I think – Personally, me, me, I think my best, um, what best suits me is playing in the slot versus um, a lot of linebacks and safeties. You know, even though I love to compete with the corners, go up against them and show them, you know, it's, it's not just a slot thing. You know, I can move around, I'm very versatile because, you know, um, I can still play. I, I feel like I still can get out there and play just about any position. But I feel like, you know, if you put me in the slot, you know, and let me work work those holes and um, work through those zones, you know, I'd be very uh, dominant and very consistent. Consistency is one of your strong points and the fact that you can catch with your hands. Yeah, I'm, listen, I, 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 I do color commentary, and one of my pet peeves is seeing receivers not use their hands to catch the ball when, when it seems as though it's something that's so simple, right? But right. you're, you're able to catch with your hands. You're consistent. You can make contested catches. What part of your game right now do you feel as though it's being vastly underrated? I would have to say my – Elusiveness. Elusiveness. <laughs> yeah, I had something about my mouth. <laughs> Elusiveness 
and my um, speed because a lot of um, scouts ask me about my speed. You know, they don't um, really know how fast I am. And then a lot of guys misjudge my elusiveness because, you know, I make some moves and I make them seem effortless because of my, you know, I run kind of smooth and, you know, I have like a smooth demeanor and it carries over into my football play. So a lot of guys, you know, they don't notice that until they actually play up against me or they actually see me in person playing again. Yeah, people don't understand the the, the whole difference between track speed and football speed. I I, I played running back in college and my I had that uh football speed, so to speak. So though I didn't I didn't want to show people what I ran in the 40, but catch me on that football field, you might not catch me. Um, but right. catch me on the track, you probably walk me down twice. So, <laughs> but uh, but you're absolutely right, though, man. And the fact that you are a mature guy, uh, you play a lot of football, you learn f- from some uh, of your transgressions. What is it about the game that you feel as though football has taught you the most? Um, like I said earlier, football taught me, um, you know, to respect the game and, you know, to always keep your head on right and do the right things, you know, take care of the little things and the big things, uh, take care of that self. Like my first uh, couple of years at TSU, you know, I went through some adversity. Like I said, I was red-shirted my freshman year and I didn't like it. You know, I felt kind of like, you know, that wasn't that wasn't the plan for me. Like I felt kind of disrespected because I was ready to go out there and perform. And I started to slack um, in the classroom just a little bit and ended up being a credit hour short of being um, – eligible so I had to sit out another year and you know I started to um, distance myself from a lot of things that I let hold me back a lot of friends you know even though my friends that I hung around they understood like my reasoning for distancing myself and you know we still communicate but um, you know I started getting on the right track and then my first year playing my my um, redshirt sophomore year, you know, good things started to happen. You know, I expected me to have a, a good season, but I didn't expect it to be as dominant as I was. And, you know, and I just stayed consistent with it, was staying on the right track. And, like, that's kind of sort of the same thing I try to show in, um, until, like, the younger receivers coming in that I played with and some of the uh, younger guys, you know, if I go up to TSU and I see them um, – to you know, just encourage them, you know, to stay on the right right path. You know, don't let anything outside of football distract you because all the things that you're um, looking for, you know, trying to impress people, like they're gonna be there regardless. So you don't have to, you know, be extra and um, do the most for all that. Like it'll be there. You know, just keep your head on straight and everything will work itself out. And you you showed that level of commitment also in the classroom because you made the honor roll, uh, all conference honor roll as well. So not only you went out there and dominated your first year on the field, but you also dominated in the classroom, which kept you off the field uh, as a red shirt freshman. So, you know, that, that shows when football was taken away from you, it meant something to you. It showed you had a love for it. What is it about the game you love the most? Um, me, I just, I just love the atmosphere of football. Just, just being around it, you know, like most receivers aren't, you know, they don't like to get hit and all that. You know, I'm for the, I'm for the physical game because, you know, I played quarterback and I took a couple of hits. You know, I played run, played running back. Um, actually, a lot of teams, like during the recruiting process, they wanted me to come in and play safety or corner because, you know, playing quarterback helped me at safety too with reading the field. 
and they liked my size at corner. And I was always a, a aggressive player. I might not have been the strongest, you know, the biggest, but I always showed that I had heart and I was aggressive and, you know, I wasn't going to back down from anything. Hey, listen, man, <laughs> I, I like your mindset. I could see why teams wanted you as a safety or something like that, but glad you ended up at receiver because, again, you play the physical game that a lot of people shy away from. When you talk about um, growing as a player, how did Tennessee State help prepare you for this opportunity? How did they develop you as a, as a, as a player? Uh, my coaches and, and just the people around Tennessee State, you know, they always saw something in me. Like, even when I had that downtime, when I wasn't playing, people, you know, they just see me working out on my own, you know, going out and doing drills and stuff on the field by myself. Even when I was ineligible, you know, I still stayed around the team. Like, I stayed in practice. I did the team activities with the team. I didn't just, you know, I did my own things, but I also did the exact same thing that everybody on the team was doing, like weights at the same time. Um, meetings after the games, penalty runs after the games. I stayed in contact with them and, and didn't get away from it. That way, um, when I came back and it was my time to go out there and perform, it wouldn't be a situation where me trying to play catch-up. Like, it would be like I, I, I was meant to be right there. So, like, that was, like, the whole thing for me. Now, you did a great job, man. I'm glad your career – got on track and took off the way it did and helped lead that football team to a lot of great things uh, during your time there. Where are you training now in preparation for your, your pro day and, and uh, for any other meetings you may have before the NFL draft? I'm in Chicago right now training at EFT Sports Performance. Okay. And, and where can people follow you on Twitter if they want to uh, keep up with this journey and, and, and get inspired by what you're going through? Um, my uh, Twitter handle is underscore, underscore, two underscores, round two. You spell it out at R-O-U-N-D-T-W-O. It's on Twitter. That's the same for my Instagram as well. Well, Pat, man, this has been a pleasure of mine. I'm glad to see uh, your football career take off like it has, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. All right, man. Thank you.